In a world where you can be anything, be someone who doesn't repeat media sound bites. The show starts now. Richard Nixon. Well, they have much more power than most people would like to think. Uh, when we think of the media in this country, the problem is uh, that they have a sense of self-righteousness, uh, a double standard on issue after issue after issue. Uh, they can find everything wrong with somebody else, but they will not look inside and ever admit that they could be wrong themselves. And what was involved here in the Watergate thing was the unfairness of it. Oh, there was a legitimate thing to investigate, but they refused to balance it. Uh, they allowed their advocacy to get ahead of their reporting, which is their job to do. Uh, you know, President Eisenhower, in his farewell address, uh, wrote about and warned against the power of the uh, military-industrial complex. Uh, I didn't get a chance to make a farewell address, but uh, when I get old enough and decide to retire, and I'm not planning it at the moment, but when I get that old, uh, if I make a farewell address, I think I would warn against the media elitist complex. You know, the media is always talking about uh, the imperial presidency, the power of the imperial presidency. I think we ought to hear a little bit of discussion of the imperial media and its power. You see, presidential power is limited, limited by the courts, limited by the Congress. The media's power is unlimited. And some would say, but what about libel suits? Forget it. Uh, after the Supreme Court's decision in Sullivan versus New York Times a few years ago, a public figure cannot collect in a libel suit against newspaper or television unless he can prove malice. And there's no way uh, that that's going to be possible. As far as the media is concerned, uh, all we can hope from them, if they're going to be responsible, is self-analysis, uh, self-criticism. And, and some of them are trying with their ombudsman and the rest. The other thing is competition. But what we see in terms of newspapers across the country is more and more places where there's only one paper. Take Washington, D.C. Since the star uh, left the scene, the Washington Post is the only major newspaper being printed in the most important capital in the world. I wouldn't like to leave the fate of this country to the editors of the Washington Post. Powerful. Thanks, Mike, for that clip. Good old mm. tricky. <laughs> that was interesting, and he was right. Yep. There was nothing in that clip that wasn't right, except for the fact that I don't think he went far enough. This was 45 years ago. Yeah. What do I, you think it's like now? <laughs> um, it's mm, worse now, mm -hmm, but the, yeah. the writing was on the wall then. Yes, and he was talking about a very important thing that people started to notice right back then because this was about 15 years, 20 years post, post, <laughs> um, the media being taken over and infiltrated by intelligence of all kinds. Okay. And I don't mean the smart kind of intelligence. I mean the nefarious kind of intelligence. So this is post being the takeover. And what we see today after 2012, when our Republicans and Barack Obama signed off on it, decided that the Smith-Munt Act would then um, be legalized in the United States for propaganda 
that this would be allowed and they could propagandize to the hilt with no legal ramifications whatsoever after 2012. Now, what Nixon said was right. You had to prove malice. You still do. It's very difficult to do. But they literally legalized it in the Smith-Munt Act so that it's perfectly fine to lie to us, straight up lie to us all the time, unceasingly. Isn't that amazing? That clip was 45 years ago, you guys. What has happened in the last 45 years? Because then it was the media complex. What is it today? A complete and utter takeover by uh, Reuters and the AP is what it is to form public opinion. You know, a lot of people mm-hmm. today yeah. have been taught that Nixon was criminal. Uh-huh. That he was a bad president. Mm-hmm. All of these things happened for one reason to Nixon. He was ending the Vietnam War. Mm-hmm. And nobody wanted it ended. War is a lot of profit. Lots of profit. And I was in the Army at that time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. That's why it's so... Gosh, if we could just look back and go, this was 45. Five years ago that he was warning and saying about this and he was a hunt he was absolutely right i don't think he went far enough i think he should have out and out called them criminals for being able to get away with perpetuating lie after lie after lie because he was saying they weren't fair enough they weren't unbiased oh no it was worse than that it was worse than that welcome to the show um and uh I'm so happy that you're with us, and we'll take your calls. Uh, By the way, the time is changing for the show on Monday, March the 4th, back a couple of hours to 1 o'clock Mountain, 3 o'clock Eastern, so uh, we can be on more stations. Um, Because this kind of show is daily news, so we can't be a day late in other other regions of the country, right? Doesn't work that way. And so this is helping the show to grow, and more stations will be coming on as a part of that. And I'm excited for that. We're going to be welcoming lots of new stations, and I'm excited. Um, Not excited about the time change. I don't like change. Um, You know, I want to talk about this for just a moment, because I think that this this is very, very timely and i think this is something that i want to showcase a clip from laura logan okay because it's kind of what i want to talk about for just a moment on the show but i want you to listen to this from laura laura logan who i've interviewed we've had her on the show she was amazing amazing interview she was uh, so interesting to talk to such a fountain of knowledge has a lot of courage okay lots of courage to give up her career oh yeah she could have had a long career in the media, but she wanted to tell the truth. Just what Nixon was talking about. Here's Lara Logan being questioned. The last 10 years, can you describe what precipitated your targeting? Yes, I'm reporting the truth about Benghazi. I was attacked by one of those NGOs that masquerades as a nonpartisan watchdog in violation of its 5013C status. It occupies a highly partisan position. I'm talking about Media Matters for America. I'm sure there's many doctors in this room, scientists who've been attacked by the same people. Um, the same people that run that, David Brock, for example, another political assassin, now runs an organization called Facts First USA, which is designed to make sure that your research, Dr. Hazan, never reaches 
never reaches the people or the public. There are other organizations like Defeat Disinfo, which claims to be a PAC that goes after disinformation, particularly set up to target COVID and throughout COVID with General Stanley McChrystal and the other people that advise that organization. But what, you know, Senator Johnson, it's not a secret that these organizations exist. What is not widely known and talked about is that it's paid for by us. It's paid for by the taxpayers wow. in your omnibus spending bills that get shoved through the House and the Senate against the will of the people of this country. They are, there are cutouts for these NGOs. And what they do is they launder this money. They pass it from one NGO to the next. And in the name of preventing the spread of disinformation, they censor, silence, intimidate, and punish. I said that this is a death sentence for journalists. It's how you murder a journalist without killing them. It's how you murder a scientist without killing them. It's how you murder a doctor without killing them. It's how you murder the vaccine injured when they haven't died yet. It's how you finish them off and everybody else in their family. And it's time for people in this building who come to work every day here who's to serve us. This is the only country where we the people are the government. This is a government for the people, of the people, and by the people. And the same is said for so-called journalists. Del Brigtree, this man, has been targeted for simply going to the FDA hearings and filming them when they approve vaccines. Just filming them, not doing a thing, and putting that, putting that out and showing people there is no real approval process. They didn't actually do their jobs. And for that, he's been targeted for years, long before COVID ever hit. So it's time now for us to stop taking taxpayer funds to slit our own throats. Thank you. <clears throat> One of the many reasons I generally vote no on those. But thank you, Ms. Logan. Wow. Hmm. Powerful clip, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You're paying for this. They're laundering money. It's in the big omnibus bills that no party left or right, has ever tried to stop. When was the last time you saw a bill that said getting rid of the omnibus bills? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you didn't. Um, nobody has any courage to do that. I was in a meeting once, and the person, um, this person threw me under the bus, hardcore, and then proceeded to come to me and tell me, um, you have courage and I don't. I'm very weak. <laughs> and... <laughs> And, um, and you know, you're, you're just, you're a better person than me. And I was just thinking about this and, uh, this morning, and I was thinking about the fact that courage is not a trait that some possess and some do not. Okay. (laughs) Um, it is not to be admired in somebody else. It's like a bicep. Okay. We all have it. (laughs) We can either exercise it or not. You're, you either have, you're either going to choose to have courage or you'll be a mealy mouth little putz. It's just up to you on what you do. Gee, that it, was. It's not, it's not indicative of a trait that is possessed. This is something that we all have. You can have courage. I can have courage. Small amount, large amount. Bicep can be small. Bicep can be big. Whatever. You get to choose this. We also amazing. We also all uh-huh. have cowardice in us. Yes. And more people choose yeah. cowardice than they do courage. <laughs> but I just thought it was the funniest statement because it wasn't like it, it, this person could choose to have courage too. It's just whether or not we do or not. And, and this isn't subject to only some people. 
all of us have the ability to have courage. All of us have the ability to stand up for what's right. All of us have the ability to be Laura Logan in a meeting like that and tell them what's up. We all do. The trouble with courage Mm -hmm. is that courage requires a sacrifice. Yeah. Cowardice does not. I know. Cowardice is easy. But I, I just find it so fascinating that we are in a in a place like this in America where people are finding it hard to have courage. You're not about to be beheaded for Pete's sakes. People might not like you if you stand up for the truth. That's about the most inconvenience you're going to get right now or losing your job, right? Or being censored or whatever. So what? That is not you're about to be beheaded. That takes a whole special kind of courage, okay? But in America right now, everyone has the ability to just not be liked and be uncomfortable a little. Hater. (laughs) Be right back, Kate Daly Show. Can you believe after all the recent violent protests, looting, and destruction, some communities are considering either defunding or abolishing the police? If you agree that now is the time when police protection is needed most, then it's time we stand up and support your local police and the communities they serve. Call 800-JBS-USA-1 and request your free Support Your Local Police info packet. That's 800-JBS-USA-1 and request your free Support Your Local Police info packet today. This is the Kate Daly Show. Boogie on my, boogie switch out, your head's in the sky, your feet on the ground, and the boogie. Rock and roll is on the right. Nolte's fun to watch when I'm playing music. <laughs> well, that's generous of you calling that music. <laughs> Welcome back. You're listening to the Kate Daly Show, and I'm really happy that you are. Go to katedalyradio.com and um, visit my wonderful sponsors. There's a reason I pick them, and I pick them. I'm not told who to have as sponsors, and uh, and I love that. And there's reasons I don't have sponsors, and there's reasons I do. And um, I am telling you that uh, the ones that are on my page right now are stellar. You'll love them, and you'll love their products. Go to katedalyradio.com. We hit over 25 million on SoundCloud. I'm really proud of that because that, that's hard to do when you don't have any advertising, you don't have any you know thing out there to help you. That's huge. And that was mostly in the last, uh, well, since 2020. So I'm really excited about that. 25 million is nothing to sneeze about. That is good. Um, and so we'll take your calls. Um, what is the opposite of um, courage? Wussbag. <laughs> so, well, that's one way to put it. You guys it. know that this is one of my favorite words, and I know it's not very classy. I know that it's like, you know, I can't believe she says that. But it's being a wussbag. That's exactly what it is. Let's just call it for what it is, okay? You're either a wussbag or you possess some courage. You can choose to do it. Uh, hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Oh, thanks, Kate. Hi, yeah. Uncle Milky. Hi. 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 What's on your mind? Um, so I, I, you know, I've been thinking about this like for the last week about courage, uh-huh. and it, it it occurred to me um, that I noticed as I got older and I put more integrity in, my courage level went up, and I realized that there's it's like a triangle, it's like integrity, 
ability to um, complete a cycle of action or to a high responsibility level to get something done and courage all kind of act together. And um, the more integrity a person has, the more courage they have, the more they're willing to take responsibility for things. I and, like that. Um, what's that? I like that. Yep. I'm just letting that marinate yeah. for just a moment. No, I really do. I but, really like yeah, what you yeah. just said. And, and, and so if it's like a triangle. And if, if any corner gets bigger, they, they all improve. Yeah. And um, when I was a young man, I don't know that I had as much integrity. I, I through the universe will teach you through hard knocks to mm-hmm. have it. Mm-hmm. And um, anytime, anytime I've acted without integrity, I feel less. Mm-hmm. And that, um, you're right. that, that, that tells you that your spirit is a component part of your spirit is your integrity. Amen. And so, Amen. Yeah, and I, so you can actually feel truth. You can actually, it, truth resonates, courage resonates, integrity resonates, because it's coming from that, that good place. That's right. I, that, that's what I think. Anyways, yeah. anyways, this is Dana. I just called to say hello Thank you. and leave that with you. Thank, Thank you. you. I really appreciate your call, Dana. Thank you. That was fantastic. It's you, the truth, though. I wish people could feel that. It's like feeling joy. You want everyone to feel joy because it's so powerful. It's such a great feeling. It's a good feeling. Same thing with telling the truth, right? Integrity. You want people to feel that. The, a lot, I think a lot of the problem is that there's such a lack of a good vocabulary in our society. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'd be willing to bet that most people can't even actually define courage. The word courage. Just the word yeah, it's it's shameful. I know. No, you're probably right on that. I don't, I don't know that people can. I mean, I think that we are. We like safe. We like easy. Mm-hmm. We like lazy. And, you know, that wouldn't be a problem, <laughs> except that. Except that you won't be living a life of truth. You won't understand what it feels like to have courage when you're doing that. But we're more prone to be lazy. We're, 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 we're more, we are more prone to be lazy. We're more prone to be people that take the easy road safe. From the beginning of human history until today, mm-hmm. no one lived free if they lacked courage. Yeah, because that freedom has always been up to the people to get, right? And it takes courage. There is no government that's going to give it. No. (laughs) No (laughs) No. kingdom that's going to give the people freedom. So it's always been up to the people who had to possess courage in order to understand liberty, in order to get it, in order to feel it, in order to live it, right? That is the truth. Your spirit feels when you're not truthful. and, And you'll be laden with guilt. You will. You'll be living a life of guilt. You'll be living a life. You'll get to the end of your life. You'll meet your maker and you'll say, I'm sorry I was such a wuss bag. I'm sorry I I did not possess courage. I'm sorry I didn't stand for anything. I had a very safe life, though. Have you ever heard someone say, the system's broken? Sure you have. Well, it's not true. America's founders created a brilliant governing system that prevents us from having kings, queens, dictators, and even czars. We the people can replace every elected official in a span of six years if we so choose. Here at the John Birch Society, 
We believe the only way to liberty, prosperity, and national sovereignty is not only understand what's in our founding documents, but demand that every elected official adheres to them. The reason we have a ballooning, reckless, and corrupt government is because elected officials aren't following the Constitution. The John Birch Society is principled, coordinated, effective activism. We believe the Constitution is the solution. Join JBS and change America. Visit JBS.org or call 1-800-JBS-USA1 to get involved. That's JBS.org. This is the Kate Daly Show. getting into the song and Uncle Milty is not. <laughs> so you can watch this show every day on, on Rumble. After the show, you can watch the segments if you would rather watch them than listen to them on SoundCloud. Um, you can watch us on uh, Lindell TV in the evening, which is a lot of fun. And uh, that's at uh, 8 o'clock at night. Uh, mountain time every night. That's not changing, but the time of the show is changing. Um, listen, you know I talk about Birch Gold because the information's free. It's free to you. And because the service of doing said thing you should do also doesn't cost you anything. And I like that personally. Um, Know your options. Get your retirement. Get your um, assets backed by gold. There is so much chatter about digital currency coming in this year. Now, Wells Fargo said next year, I actually think they would kind of do a surprise thing this year. They could very much. Just be ready. This is your window of opportunity. Just be ready. Just text 989898. All you're getting is just free info. You can act on that info or not, but at least text them and text my name, Kate. And this will give you some incoming information that you might need to peruse. Everyone's about research. Everybody is about that probably listens to the show, likes to kind of know what's going on in the world. This is your challenge. This is, this is your way to do it. Text 989898, text my name, Kate. You just put my name, Kate, in the message, okay? Kate, K-A-T-E, four letters, easy. You'll get the free info. You can talk to them if you want to. They'll give you the info. And there you go. This is such a good thing to do. And also buy your gold and silver from them. I trust them. I like them. I like doing business with them. They are amazing folks over there and they're red-pilled. Um, I can't say enough good things about Birch Gold. This is why Ron Paul loves them, too, and talks about them and backs them, okay? Um, I just want people to know what their options are. My gosh. So this is, this, <laughs> this is what, um, I'll take your call. We'll take your calls, right? I, mm-hmm. I think the reason that courage came up is because so, so many people are not possessing it right now. And those that have courage, people that are in the safe, lazy zone, like to stomp on them really hard. Haven't you noticed that? They, Absolutely. Oh, you stay down. Don't talk about anything. I noticed that in my emails. that come Constant. Yeah. You, you don't talk. Don't talk. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's that weird. Don't say that. It challenges me. I don't like that. I like safe, easy, lazy. And I don't want to have to stand for anything. And I don't want to have to do what's right. So just don't stop talking. Honestly, right? Yeah. Or you're crazy. I'm safe and lazy and easy and I, you're crazy. That's a good way to get people to shut up. You just call them crazy. Sure. Ah, okay. 
I get a lot of this from politicians. Politicians don't like to see us talk at all. They hate us. Politicians <laughs> don't like to see anyone talk. They don't. Um, they like to do what they do under the cover of darkness. They don't like people knowing what they're actually doing. That's why Laura Logan was so important in that clip because she was saying, oh, by the way, your omnibus bills, right, are the very thing allocating money to the NGOs to target people like me. You're, we're paying for it and you're sliding the money in, in a money laundering operation. This is why politicians always hate us. It's never the crowd that hates us. It's the politicians. And yet they constantly talk about uh-huh. transparency. Yes. And there is, yeah. you can't be any more opaque <laughs> than a right. politician. Right. So um, what is it going to take to move us into the courage zone? Does anyone have any ideas? What does that take for us to finally go, I don't have much to lose. At some point, I know I'm going to meet my maker. I will die. All of us will die, right? So what do you want to leave behind? Legacy of truth or a legacy of wuss bag? It's up to all of us, I guess. can live the life we want. I just don't want to meet my maker like that. I don't want to just have to be full of excuses on the other side. I, you know, I think there's a lot of people out there that think that is going to be possible to live forever. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. they don't really think about death. They think about discomfort. Yes. <laughs> Not yeah. death. Yeah. But I just wonder if they ever think about they're going to have to answer for actions. At no. some point, right. I mean, you live a life that's safe, that you don't stand for truth or you're in a position to stand for truth and you don't or you're a politician and. And you you take the you, you're you're putting out bad favors or you're taking the bribe or you're giving the bribe or whatever. Don't you think that there's a come to Jesus moment in all of that? Don't well, you think they worry about that? That's exactly it. You have to don't. come to Jesus, <laughs> and they don't. Right, right. So I just wonder. I I mentioned earlier that we are not in America making the choice on whether to be beheaded or killed for our standing up for truth or beliefs right now. The most that's going to happen to you is you'll be uncomfortable as people might not like you as much or they might tell you you're crazy. So is that so bad? What are we so afraid of? They don't understand that if if they don't stand now, Mm -hmm. when the when the consequences are fairly benign, Mm -hmm. then in the future, when they're truly suffering under tyranny. That's when they murder you for speaking out. Yeah. We're not there yet. No, but they should be grateful for the voices. If you don't have enough courage, at least be grateful for the voices that do. Yes. Instead of trying to stamp them out because they're only the pre-warning to what's coming. That's it. And if anyone's going to stop what's coming, it's going to be the people that are trying to tell you the truth. Right. Like you said, once you're once that's over with, you have to live with the tyranny that you were so quiet about i can't imagine doing that i can't imagine it here's uh trudeau now castro trudeau (laughs) i think castro's his real father but his mother had an affair with castro right around the time he was born justin trudeau who looks exactly like castro funny how that works here is him here is him i can talk today here's trudeau 
trying to act like he has courage. Can you can you see where he doesn't? Um, and he's actually talking about himself in the very beginning here. <laughs> he's pointing out his own government. Here you go. I'm not going to talk about internal European dynamics, but I will say that in all of our democracies, in every democracy around the world, we are seeing uh, a rising uh, movements of, uh, movements uh, of either uh, authoritarian populism like him. Uh, or uh, skepticism about democracy itself. Mm. Uh, and we all need to recommit ourselves to standing up, not just for Ukraine, Mm -hmm. but through standing up for Ukraine to the very principles that make our countries strong and free. That's not exactly true. He doesn't exactly want that. And he's standing for Ukraine and he's doing so in a way that promotes money laundering. So I don't exactly call that courage per se. Then he talks about the sovereignty of Ukraine and how Russia's coming across the border, yet he can't recognize that in the United States. So the hypocritical nature falls apart when he's trying to act on courage, which he doesn't possess. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Okay, Mike. Hi, Mike. What's on your mind? Hey, you know, uh, you all were kind of leading into something I was going to bring up about this. Um, You know, just to go back really quick, Uh um, you know, like, say, three years ago, almost to the day, mm-hmm. it really took courage to be able to go into a grocery store or even more so to give up your job, you know, yes. by, by not buying into the whole, you know. So I would I would throw a question back to you all, and I would kind of answer, and you all kind of already threw the answer out there. A lot of it is perspective mm-hmm. and what you value. Right. And, you know, I would ask, what does it take to be courageous, but more importantly, how can we prepare to be courageous in the coming days? Because we're going to need it again. We're kind yes. of in like, you know, a, yeah. a pause time. I agree with um, you. Oh, I but so agree. I'll hang up and let you all discuss okay. and Thank anyone you. else wants to call. I really appreciate that. Thank you, Mike. Um, that's it. We're going to have to go to break. But I want you to call in and answer yeah. that question. I really do. I want you to call in. I, we need to get the courage back again that we had walking into the grocery store without the mask or, or talking about COVID in the early days and pointing out what it actually was. A lie. <laughs> Be right back. Kate Daly Show. Don't go anywhere. Hey, America. How tired are you of mainstream corporate media's biased narratives and manipulated news? Their dishonesty and attempts to influence this generation have been exposed, put on display for anyone who's even half paying attention. But the New American Magazine has been an honest source of news and commentary for over 50 years. This is your opportunity to receive the stalwart of principled journalism at a deep discount. Picture a beautifully published magazine arriving at your doorstep twice a month, packed with insightful stories written with integrity. It's also available digitally on the New American's mobile app. Get up to speed with intelligent coverage from a freedom perspective. Right now, for a limited time, the New American is available to radio listeners at a 25% discount on a new subscription. Visit thenewamerican.com radio25 and receive 25% off. Subscribe today at thenewamerican.com slash radio25. This is the Kate Daly Show. I'm here for your service. Let me get my service. 
Welcome back, <clears throat> Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com, and uh, we're here for your service. <laughs> Let me get my tubes out. All right, um, how do we answer that question about courage? You know, I put up a meme. Don't you just love memes? Said no one ever, because we're inundated 24-7 with memes now. But you know what? Sometimes they can actually kind of dial in on on what you're what you're truly thinking. What has been your biggest disappointment? This is how Julian Assange answered that question. Learning that even intelligent people can be cowards and that courage is a much rarer attribute than intelligence. Isn't that the truth? Yep, Ooh. Hi caller, welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hey, I came within 3 days of leaving a career 28 years, wow. I absolutely refuse to take the vaccine. Wow. What's really upsetting me is that my uh, daughters and my uh, were convinced of taking the vaccine, mm-hmm. and the college decided to go virtual. They didn't even need it. Um, it's disgusting what the uh, community colleges did. Yep. Yeah, it is. It is unbelievable. Um, I'm afraid of this disease X. What are they going to throw at us next? Mm. Yeah, you have a you have the right to feel that way because we don't know, and this time it could actually be a, a something biological, weaponized something or other. I don't know, and uh, we're uh, going to election variants. Yeah, uh, we're we're going to have to listen to that inner voice because I knew and Milty knew a lot of people out there knew the second COVID came on the scene, something's wrong because the government and the media all agreed. Yep. When they don't agree yeah, and they're not pushing a narrative, then we really need to wonder what it is, right? Agree. I, I, I found the timing of all the countries in the world all uttering yeah. the same phrases at the same time was prearranged. Yes. Yes. That should be our biggest clue next time to not believe what they're saying. I so agree with you. Thank you for your call. Censorship. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that. I really appreciate that. Anything not allowed to ask questions about is something you should be asking more questions about. We have one opportunity in our lives usually to stand up for truth. One or two really big moments where you can actually display courage. Yeah. Maybe three or four or five. Maybe you, in the coming years it's ten. You know, courage is, is not an easy thing. And tyranny breeds cowardice. Yes. Because tyrants are cowards. Yeah. They have to use the power and control. Tyrants are You're insecure right. cowards it's a great who insight. use power. Power and force to get their will done. Amen. Because they're afraid. They are. Yeah. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Yeah, well, courage is the only thing that delivers what the coward sells their soul for. Out of fear, the coward sells their soul. And they never get over the fear because only courage will get over the fear. Yeah. 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 Courage is, is being afraid and doing what you need to do anyways, even though you're afraid. Right. But the coward doesn't do that. They sell out everything for that fear. Mm-hmm. The fear never goes away. True. And, and if you remember the scene from Braveheart, you know, yeah. they'd give everything they want to go back there for one chance to fight for freedom. Amen, yep. brother. Thank you. Thank you for that wonderful yep. call. 
You know what? It's so true. You know, I, I think about, I read the scriptures a lot and I think about this a lot that Christ told his apostles to go out and have courage when they were going to go out and teach because this message hadn't been heard before. Can you even imagine (laughs) now where we are anywhere in the world, the message has been heard before. So there's not a whole lot of courage left to us anymore to go out and proclaim the gospel of Christ because it's been done. So you're actually treading on an easy, well-worn path, aren't you? In this day and age. Some of us. Yeah. Well, the apostles had it pretty hard, didn't they? Sure. Okay. But there are places in the world today where Christians have it pretty hard. He said, yes. He said, you're right. He said, uh, but here, not so much here in the United States. But he said, you know, don't be afraid, have courage, go and do what I've asked you to do. He didn't say be lazy, be wussy, sit back and let people come to you and they'll come to you for a message. That wasn't what he told them. He told them to have courage. He told them to stand up for this, this truth. He told them that there would be, you know, that, that, that this is what they were going to do, supposed to do, and they chose to do it and they chose to have a backbone. And after he left, they had that backbone. And a lot of things happened to them. And I don't think one of them regrets, regrets having that backbone. Do you? Nope. I never want to live my life afraid of what I didn't do. I never want to do that. We have too many sellouts in society. We have too many people putting on the brown shirt. We have too many people with zero courage. I can't imagine getting to the end of my life and having to think about all the times that I had to screw somebody over that I had to go with the flow, that I had to adopt the common narrative that I just didn't do what I was set on the earth to do. Can you imagine living a life like that? Is it worth it when you get to the end of that life? Do you look back and go, well, I was surrounded by creatures of comfort. I had my job. I never spoke out. I never stood for anybody or anything. So I actually had a really, you know, I had some things. I don't think anyone says that. I don't. At the end of your life. There's a reason that in the Bible, mm-hmm. to not fear is mentioned 365 times. Yeah. One for each day of the year. Fear not. Mm-hmm. Fear not. Fear not. But yet we do. Yeah. And he also says he warns us because he does warn us because there are things to warn about. Yeah. And the thing is, is I just, if I could have any message, and I mean, how many messages have we given in 13 years, over 13 years? Yeah. It's going to be coming up on 13 and a half pretty soon. And the biggest one is to have courage to do what you know is right. Nothing's stopping you. You have the ability to choose it. You have the ability to speak out. And speaking out in America, all you're going to be is uncomfortable. and People might not like you for it. Get over yourself. Get over yourself. So what? Do what's right. This is the same reason that our politicians sound good when we elect them. Yeah. And end up not being completely. Good. They don't for have it. the mm-hmm. courage to live up to those principles they claim to have. Yeah. When you're when when candidates are running for office, the only thing at this point in the game they should be asked about is what courage level they have. Yeah. And what courageous things they've done in their past. What have they done in their past that's courageous that can prove to you they have a backbone and have courage? 
That and an understanding of the Constitution are the only two things now, reasons why they should be put into office. That's it. Nothing else matters. No military career. That's BS because you know what? It doesn't matter. Nobody that served in the military that got into office actually helped the liberty. So that doesn't matter. That's off the table. You need to stick to courage and and give examples, and you need to be able to know the Constitution. That's it. Be right back with Mel Madison. Don't go anywhere. Are you fed up with where our nation is headed? Here at the John Birch Society, we know how to fix a reckless, corrupt, and out-of-control government. It starts with patriots like you. We believe the only way to liberty and national sovereignty is to not only understand what's in our founding documents, but demand that every elected official adhere to them. The Constitution is America's only solution. Join the John Birch Society today. Visit us at jbs.org. One nation under fraud, completely visible, with lying and spying for all. The Kate Daly Show starts now. They told you the guys torching Wendy's in 2020 were mostly peaceful. They said that masks worked. They told you the vax was safe. They tried to convince you that Russia blew up its own pipeline. The corporate media lied too much, and it killed them the last 10 years. Can you describe what precipitated your targeting? Yes, I'm reporting the truth about Benghazi. I was attacked by one of those NGOs that masquerades as a nonpartisan watchdog in violation of its 5013C status. It occupies a highly partisan position. I'm talking about Media Matters for America. I'm sure there's many doctors in this room, scientists who've been attacked by the same people. Um, the same people that run that, David Brock, for example, another political assassin, now runs an organization called Facts First USA, which is designed to make sure that your research, Dr. Hazan, never reaches never reaches the people or the public. There are other organizations like Defeat Disinfo, which claims to be a pack that goes after disinformation, particularly set up to target COVID and throughout COVID with General Stanley McChrystal and the other people that advise that organization. But what, you know, Senator Johnson, it's not a secret that these organizations exist. What is not widely known and talked about is that it's paid for by us. Hour. Whew. That was Laura Logan. Of course, Tucker started out with uh, um, corporate media, mainstream media is consistently lying to us all the time about everything from COVID to who's torching Wendy's. Um, and then uh, Laura Logan talking about how she was targeted by Media Matters and David Brock and a political assassin um, by money that's paid for by us, that's taken from us, not paid for because we don't have a consent in this any consent, but that's taken from us, given to the NGOs, which are not NGOs, as Milty pointed out on the break. It's GEOs, because they're not non-governmental agencies. Um, they're just governmental agencies, right? And uh, organizations, NGO, organization. Um, but that uh, the money is taken from us and paid through these things that we think aren't governmental, but they're basically the government to target us, to target people trying to tell the truth. Yep. It's a fun game. And we love to play it and people don't call this out and they believe CNN and Fox News and all the rest. So we have a lot of problems in the United States because of it. And it trickles down to all of our newscasts, um, even your local news. 
um, all around you. Even the country newspapers now are pretty much bought out by uh, USA Today and, and kind of run from the top to parrot AP News and Reuters News. And that's the news you get. How fun, right? Um, so lots of lies. Our, of course, uh, guest in this segment of the show, he comes on every Tuesday, is Mel Madison. Mel uh, wrote the book Quaz. We've talked about this book. It's a it's a fantastic book. And we welcome you. How are you, Mel? Hey, Kate, how are you doing? Good, good. I, I'm, I'm excited to have you. So let's talk about uh, the stock market. Let's talk about where we lie in the in the money field right now. And let's talk a little bit about some some countries overseas. All right, sure. Yeah. So I think, you know, a uh, news headline that unless you maybe follow the economy and the markets closely, you might not have heard, is that last week, the Japanese version of, for lack of a better term, like like our Dow, um, their Nikkei 225 stock market index hit a new all-time high on Thursday. And what's interesting about that is that the last time it hit an all-time high was on the last trading day of 1989. So hmm. 34 years went by until uh, last week when it finally eclipsed the high of the bubble, the Japanese bubble of the 1980s. Hmm. And what's interesting about that Japanese bubble in the 80s, which you know we could talk a little bit about what caused that and how that got started, but it also is something that's a great reminder for people of how bubbles work, how they can take a long time to build, but then all of a sudden they can burst and, and the consequences can be devastating. And unfortunately, I think what we're seeing here right now in the United States with our stock market hitting all-time highs and with this influx of money into things like AI and GLP-1s, which are the weight loss drugs and some of the other um, so-called innovations happening that we're setting ourselves up, I think, for perhaps the mother of all bubbles um, and really what that, that could mean. So that's what I wanted to maybe share with you and the audience a little bit today. Please go on. And I love history of things and I like to know about the, the beginnings of things too. So please go for it. Well. On one of our shows, we talked a little bit about the Bank for International Settlements within their connections to Nazi Germany and and how they the the economic leaders of the Third Reich continued in senior positions after the war and and essentially built up the euro, the eurozone, the one common currency, the European Central Bank headquartered in Frankfurt, Germany. Well, a similar thing went on in Japan. And so you kind of have to ask yourself, how did this country after 1945, after literally being nuked, uh, become the world's second largest economy in a matter of just a few decades. And at the peak of their bubble, the Japanese stock market, the value of all the stocks that traded on the Tokyo Exchange, was actually more than the value of all the stocks that trade here in the United States. So they had the most valuable stock market in the world. Their real estate was so ridiculous that at one point in the 1980s, the land for one little park that was around the Imperial Garden in Tokyo was valued more than all the land in the entire state of California. Wow. Uh, one, na one neighborhood in Tokyo, the value of that land was worth more than all the land in Canada, the second largest country in the world. Oh my gosh. And 
this was an obscene bubble. And, and, and that's why I think it's so educational, because people do not realize how ridiculous prices can get, how valuations mm. can get, how these things get built, and why we are at, I think, the beginning of the end of this great bubble here in the United States. And I think these things, they do take time. As I mentioned, this took from 1945 until 1989. This is a 45-year process. They, similar to, to Germany, a lot of the leaders under the emperor, his financial minions were the ones that led Japan. And they had essentially a state-controlled economy right after the war. They had all this money from the United States, from bankers, from corporations, basically a Japanese Marshall Plan built all this up to create these massive companies like Toyota and Mitsubishi and Sony. And and what happened was, you know, at a certain point, they decided to take off some of those economic controls and let the banks go wild, uh, cheap credit, low interest rates. You know, all these things are very mm -hmm. familiar to what, what we're yeah. seeing happening here in the United States. Right. And that was really when they went from like a very strong economy to this 1980s bubble economy where it got to those ridiculous proportions. And so the nature of a bubble really usually has a few components. It has some sort of innovation or change to it. It has some sort of loosening of credit, meaning like loose money, free money. So not natural, not, not like a natural so, thing occurring, but a manipulated thing? It, well, it, it's not natural. It's a lot like a fire. A fire needs a fuel source. It needs oxygen and it needs that spark to kind of set it off. Mm -hmm. And a a fire, um, and this is a, a metaphor that comes from a book. Um, I forget the author's names, but if anybody wants to read it, it's really good. It's called Boom and Bust. But basically it, it goes through all the major booms from the railway booms, the, uh, you know, the, the Latin American mining booms in the 1800s. Uh, the the booms in, in France in the 1700s that were set up after France had its first central bank. And a lot of these are all tied to, to banks and to essentially the central bank uh, releasing credit into the system. And what we have right now is we have a central bank that is trying to keep interest rates at a relatively normal level. But this year, according to you know market forecasters, they're going to start reducing those rates again. Uh, right now, the predictions are that's going to start in June. It might start earlier. It might start a little later. But we're heading into a period where they're going to be reducing rates again. We're going to have that easy money. And then we have this AI bubble forming around um, or this bubble forming around AI as well as uh, these new drugs. Uh, companies like Eli Lilly now are worth almost a trillion dollars alone. Uh, there's a company today called Viking Therapeutics. They just had a study come out with only 176 people in the study. Some weight loss drug supposedly has good results. This Viking Therapeutics went up 112% just today alone. Jeez. So these are, these are the types of things that are like the kindling is starting to burn. And then what the Fed is going to, in an election year, lower rates, and, and they're going to pour oxygen onto this fire. And so what we could be setting up for is is actually a really strong next one to call it three years in our economy from an outside perspective, a strong stock market, uh, a lot of hiring, corporations spending all types of money on AI. But what is underpinning all of this at the end of the day is going to be cheap, free fiat money uh, spooned out by the Fed 
and of course, government debt and stimulus. Um, you look at anything, even something like the Ukraine bill, you know, 90% of that money is gonna go right to US defense contractors. Yeah. And so all, all, of these, all of these bills, everything they're trying to do, it's all a way to take this US uh, taxpayer money, uh, print more debt, and then funnel it to US corporations and prop it up instead of real organic growth. Wow. It, you know, it's interesting. I didn't realize that about Japan. I didn't realize some of these things that you can actually see the model of how they do it and, and, and then what happens after, like you said. When you start seeing these things, people get excited and then they don't realize what they're, what they're, part, what, what they're actually excited about creating for themselves and it's not good. So. And, and it, it's, it's also the group thing. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, if you think, why would we be sitting here talking about this and why isn't the stock market worried about it? Yeah. These things feed upon themselves. So in 1989, you had you know, thousands upon thousands of high-paid analysts at investment banks telling people, oh, the Japanese is the greatest economy in the history mm. of the world. This is, this is amazing. And, and you wouldn't even hear dissent. In Japan, nobody would even go on the, the TV or the radio to talk down the economy. If they did, they went on and got themselves blacked out because so much of this money was being funneled through uh, organi Japanese uh, organized crime organizations that they were afraid that if they talked down the economy and said that this is ridiculous, that they were going to get killed or their family was going to get killed. So people are, are afraid to tell the truth when these things are going on yeah. because there's so many powerful people that have so much money behind it. Yeah. They don't want to be on the TV telling you, oh, this is what's going to happen in three or four years because it threatens the whole system. We'll be right back a little bit more with Mel Madison from the book Quaz. You should grab that book. Be right back. MelMadison.com. The John Birch Society has been working tirelessly since 1958 to preserve freedom, safeguard the Constitution, and restore our God-given rights. We continually educate voters and lead the freedom movement. Join us as we work against a tyrannical one-world government. United as one, we can defeat this conspiracy against a free America. JBS founder Robert Welch said, education is our total strategy and truth our only weapon. Go to jbs.org and join us in restoring this great nation. This is the Kate Daly Show. Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com. So happy that you're listening. You can always stream the show live, too, in the afternoon and uh, call in, of course. We have Mel Madison on it because it's Tuesday. It comes on every Tuesday and uh, shares with us what's going on economically uh, around the world and uh, with a lot of history thrown in, which I absolutely adore. Um, and Uncle Milty's with me, of course. You had a question for Mel. I was just curious as at what what enabled Japan to get back to setting this record uh, stock market Good high. Question. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, <laughs> a lot of a lot of it does have to do with their central bank and with their uh, easy money policies. So, a lot of people here remember that when COVID happened and after the financial crisis, we the Federal Reserve re reduced interest rates to basically zero. They they give a range, and the lowest range they ever gave was zero to 0.25 percent. And you might think, well, you can't really get much lower than that. But in Japan, they're like right 
our Federal Reserve had to raise interest rates because of inflation. And uh, we now have a Fed funds rate uh, around 5%. In Japan, they have no inflation where worries because their population is in a massive state of decline. Their uh, fertility rates are at 1.3 per woman, which, you know, the retention rate is around 2.1. So they're on a path to literally have their population um, by the end of this century, um, if, if things keep going. So they're not as worried about inflation. So they've been the central bank has been manipulating things. The, their rate, as opposed to our 5%, their interest rate is negative 0.1%. So if you give the government, loan, loan the central bank $100, down the road, they give you back $100 minus that 0.1%. You don't even get all your money back. Oh so when God. you have a negative a negative interest rate. So, I mean, so if you think about 0% interest is essentially free money mm -hmm. in Japan, they, they're basically paying you to take money. Like, like it's, it's, it's a ridiculous situation. And like here in the United States, our 10 year bonds are now yielding 4.3%. The Japanese 10 year bond is yielding 0.6%. A Japanese one month, uh, uh, one month uh, is essentially the equivalent of our T-bills is yielding minus one, one percent. So you're, you're literally getting less money back Losing than you it. give to the government. Oh, my gosh. Milty? So, Milty? so the only thing they can invest in is debt. Well, well, the thing the thing is that the debt is so pervasive in Japan and the interest rates are so low that they need to put the money into the stock market. They need to put the money into something uh, that actually has a yield to it or can return it. And what's been happening and why the stock market's been going up is given these ultra low interest rates, you've seen the Japanese yen go up to you know astronomical heights. It's now 150 yen to just get a dollar. One yen isn't even worth a penny anymore, which it was you know just a few years ago. So when you devalue the currency, and you put in hyper low interest rates, you know, you can get the stock market to get juice for a little while, but eventually, you know, those chickens come home to roost. And I think what's happening right now with, with the US is that we're actually maintaining a relatively sane interest rate. But what what I believe and I've talked about in the past is that this this four or five percent interest rate is unsustainable as our debt increase, and especially as we get near to my economic D-Day, which is around 2030, which is when the Social Security and Medicare trust funds are gonna go dry. And so we have this two to three year grace period where this bubble can start to form around AI, the GLP weight loss drugs, the stock market can do well, uh, real estate values will likely start going up again, especially once the Federal Reserve starts lowering interest rates because that's gonna decrease mortgage rates. And everybody is gonna think we're in this amazing, perfect economy um, in like 2025, 2026. And that's when every, the last person who doesn't believe in it is just gonna say, what the heck, I'm gonna put my money in it because you know, yeah. the NASDAQ is at 10,000, the Dow is at 60,000. I'm watching all my neighbors get rich and everybody's gonna have their money in it. And then that's when the bottom's gonna fall out, but it's not gonna fall out over the course of years. It could literally be the situation where you just wake up one morning and it's, and it's game over. It could be yeah. all of a sudden, you know, one bank loses faith mm -hmm. in the 
um, ability for the Treasury to yeah. sell its debt. Another bank wants to sell its debt. And now all of a sudden you have, you know, the 10-year the, the Treasury interest rate jump 3% in a week. And then it's basically game over. Wow. Get the book, Quaz, Mel Madison, um, M-A-T-T-I-S-O-N. Go there. <laughs> Get his latest, melmadison.com. The book is Quaz. Thank you, Mel. Thanks. Wow, lot to think about. Mm, be right back. Kate Daly Show. Self-reliance. It's not a phrase we hear much in our culture these days. It might conjure up images of pioneers, the West, rifles, strapping men, and strong women. But what does it mean for us in today's world? The New American Magazine has just released its latest collector's edition, Self-Reliance, Foundation of Freedom. In it, the New American authors outline the necessity of self-reliance for a free people, tips for self-reliant living, and the importance of not giving up hope. This unique edition includes articles on the self-sufficiency of the founders, preparing for a worst-case scenario, firearms, financial self-reliance, the importance of community, and many other topics by expert writers. Now, for a limited time, The New American is offering a bundle of three collector's editions, Self-Reliance, The Great Reset, and Trump World, for just $19.95. A great stocking stuffer, available at shopjbs.org. Visit shopjbs.org today. This is the Kate Daly Show. Happy days. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know about that message. Um, hmm. So welcome back and a big thank you to Mel Madison. Um, really appreciate him. It's M-A-T-T-I-S-O-N. Um, and the book is Quaz. You should go get that book. Because it's going to tell you a lot. It's fiction and it's fun to read, but it's going to tell you a lot about what happens with the markets. Just like when he comes on and talks to us about this every Tuesday and we get kind of the economics around the country with some history. Don't you love that? Yep. I love it. He's great. Fantastic guest um, to have every uh, Tuesday. So that's important. I'll put that on its own podcast so you can share that with friends and family in your email and and, uh, on Facebook, on social media and so forth. Put it on Twitter. Um, and I welcome you back. Also, I just wanted to mention, too, that um, you should probably text Birch Gold 989898. That's the phone number. And text my name, Kate. Just K-A-T-E, four letters. That's all you got to put in the message. Just K-A-T-E. You'll get some free information on digital currency. Because you were just asking a question about digital currency. We yeah. were just talking about it off the air. What is Japan's position? You know, we see the parallels in economies, like what happens when um, they blow the country up, kind of like we saw in 2008, 2009, what we're probably going to see again. And this is Japan's, this is, this is where Japan stands right now, which you could probably guess because Japan will pretty much do whatever we do always. Um, The central, so this was 15 days ago, the central, uh, Uh, The Bank of Japan and the Ministry of Finance held their first meeting to discuss a potential central bank digital currency CBDC, which I actually don't think is accurate. I think they've been holding these meetings for a long time. But this is what they tell the public, kind of like when they said FedNow was brand new, but Mm -hmm. FedNow actually already existed and we have proof of that. But this is what they said. The central bank is currently conducting a digital yen pilot, but no decision has been made on the launch date. I think they're all in. 
the the thing that I find interesting about Japan, though, is you. I would think that Japan would fight globalism mm. because they've always been such a isolated country. They mm-hmm. haven't liked foreigners. They haven't. But I allowed think that's that. why they're so on board with us. Don't you? I think that's why they pretty much like look at Microsoft. When Microsoft launches, where, where do they go? Japan. To do a pilot, I mean, another office, not sure. a pilot office, but yeah. to do another foreign office, they go straight to Japan, doesn't even make sense, right? If Japan is so sovereign, I just feel like they're in our pocket, yeah? Maybe, I don't know. I would I think. Just, I, and maybe it's just two different things. I mean, yeah. it's societal against mm-hmm. economic. Hmm. Maybe. What do you guys think? Can we see the parallels? In our economy and Japan's economy and what happens when you get to the point that we're at right now that we're going to see over this next year? Well, there was talk today about the fact that the United States birth rate is getting low. Mm-hmm. And again, it was used as an excuse to justify opening the southern border. They'll come up with any reason. Sure. I swear. It drives me crazy. Here's another good reason. We need to have no sovereignty as a nation. You, you know yeah. how, okay. you know how you could fix the low birth rate? Okay. And abortions. <laughs> yeah. It's over 60 million. Yeah. Filled through abortion. And that's a soft number. That's not even, I think, the actual number. Sad. Um, is digital currency coming? Yeah. They're, the countries are all getting in on it yep. with their currency. And... It's coming, and I don't know that to, at this point in the game that you could even have the argument that it's not, because there's too much evidence that it is. So what are you doing to prepare for that? That's scary. You got to have a lot of stuff to barter with. You really do. You got to create a bartering system with people you know. I set up a system that I think is going to work pretty good for me. <laughs> what is that? I, I have my funeral plot all ready to go. <laughs> oh, what are we going to do? Um, speaking of which, actually, we need to talk about this. The Canadian woman that got her shots. Speaking of funerals. Speaking of funerals. Got her shots and um, was paralyzed after the Moderna booster shot, right? And then was offered euthanasia twice in Canada. Is that coming to the U.S.? I'm pretty sure you could say yes on that. I think they've been setting us up for a long time. Remember when Obamacare came about? That was one of the big statutes in there. Oh, yeah. Is uh, the demise, the demise of you after the age of 70. Diminished returns. (laughs) Diminished returns. (laughs) This is just so pathetically sad. Um, Kayla Pollock, 37-year-old mother from Ontario, is now paralyzed after receiving the Moderna um, COVID-19 booster shot. Um, She initially took two Pfizer mRNA COVID Mm -hmm. jabs in 2021 without incident and then took a third booster from Moderna in 2022 and became paralyzed from the neck down about 42 days later. Can you imagine the horror of that? This is on the heels of me reading a story here in the United States where this biker guy uh, in his 50s was basically put to death by um, several hospitals as he was shuffled around over the course of over a year in complete and total pain and 
really put to death by the COVID protocol of remdesivir. Run, death is near, remdesivir. And, uh, and all of the things that they were giving him and putting him on all of these tubes and his, his hands and feet were blackened and it was excruciating. Can you imagine his wife having to watch this and not being able to get him out of the hospital and they were shuffling him around hospital to hospital where he finally died? Talk about a torture chamber. You know, we talk about the Jews getting tortured, right, in World War II, mm-hmm. yet we turn a blind eye right now in real time. To the torture going on right now and it was like laura logan said in that clip that longer version of the clip that we played in the first hour was you know they might not they don't they're basically murdering you but you're not dead <laughs> but they're murdering you over time and torturing you and we all say man if we were that doctor or nurse we would have walked out in in world war ii if we, we would have never done that mm-hmm. and we literally lack the courage at this point in time, because we're turning a blind eye to what's going on in the hospitals, murdering our own citizens under medical tyranny, medical protocols that are killing us. This medical protocol killing her off in Canada and offered euthanasia. Can you even imagine this? So she was diagnosed with transverse myelitis. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lesion on her spinal cord. Mm-hmm. But a neurologist was asked if it could be a tumor. Mm-hmm. And his answer was, it's less likely to be a tumor. And my thought is, with all the turbo cancers, it's more likely to be a yeah, tumor. Yeah, you're right. I was just thinking that too. Turbo cancer kind of yeah. brought that on because that's the shots are doing that. And they came right out immediately and denied that it's likely to be a tumor. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Yep. Nobody regrets not getting it. Just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah. It's just sad. And those that are silent that got it and you're just lucky enough to not be in the Russian roulette of getting a dose like this that would cause your body to go into this hyper overdrive for cancer. Like Pfizer said in the in the in the uh, famous Super Bowl commercial, our next thing is outdoing cancer. They didn't say curing it they said outdoing it which was a really strange way to put it anyway but they're basically letting all of you know and you're on alert that cancer is coming for you why because so many signed up for these damn shots without asking a single question knowing that it hadn't been tested knowing that you were injecting something into your body as a perfectly healthy human being because you were so much in fear of what could happen to you via the lying scumbaggery of the media I just hope we're never in that position again. I don't mean to be harsh. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yes, I do. I do mean to be harsh. We need to learn. We are stupid. We're stupid people. We got to wake up. I, I just love the way they come up with the names for some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Medical assistance in dying. Medical assistance yeah. in dying. The we're ac- using something good to kill yeah. you off. The acronym mm-hmm. is MADE. wow I have no words we'll be right back Kate Daly show katedalyradio.com if Americans want to remain a free and sovereign nation more people need to understand the principles and values that built America at the John Birch Society we have the organization the plan and the resources to do just that our founder Robert Welch said education is our total strategy and truth our only weapon 
Go to jbs.org to learn more, including how you can get involved to work locally and impact nationally. Join us at jbs.org. This is the Kate Daly Show. Not so long ago I could not see the wood For the trees Felt like I was blind Like I was just crawling round On my knees But then you came Yep. We need to get smarter. The next thing that hits us, when the government and the media all agree, run for your life. It is not true. They are lying to you. And we're all, when they're all on the same page and the whole world gravitates to the same narrative in about 15 minutes, there's your biggest clue that their lying scumbaggery is on the loose and that you should not listen to one thing coming out of their mouths. And then after that 15-minute mark, five minutes later, all the governors will be on board, like my own. And, and the pathetic nature by which they all go in and are on these, these narratives, it's so sickening. It's so sickening. And you know what? It took five minutes last time for all the governors to shut down all their states with zero cases. Mm-hmm. Zero. Sick. It's sick. It's twisted. But you know they're lying when that happens. Um, also, uh, activatefiq.com. I get a lot of questions about where to get the best supplements that actually go into your body and absorb. So more bang for your buck. They're, they're actually, the cost is lower sometimes than you get at like a Walgreens or anything sure. like that. But the product is much better because it absorbs. Activatefiq.com. From everything from histamines to copper to magnesium to Colsey, have their products in your arsenal your immune system activate fiq.com code word is kate mypillow.com too fantastic sponsor of the show hi caller welcome to the show go right ahead hey you're live hi kate hi um you were just talking about how everybody climbs on board quickly yes um with zero cases in that particular instance mm-hmm. and i i thought of something that hasn't been said and i'm not sure why Okay. None of it is possible before Obamacare. You're right. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. Because all the hospitals, all the clinics, all the doctors are now owned. Yes. And and that's the base of it. And I haven't heard one person say it. It just hit me one day. Oh, well, so I want to said put it, it out but... there in the world. Okay. Thank you for that. You're I right. really appreciate it. Thank yep. you. You know what? We've said that on the show. And it's be- when I when my husband was in the hospital, I saw it firsthand. I saw it up close and personal, and that's something I never wanted to see. I really didn't want to see that. But I saw that the hospital administration was running things and that they were going to do things because they were told to do, not because it was good doctoring, but because they were told to do them. And not just the administration. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. There's many doctors out there that have ignored their medical knowledge Yeah. and just done as they're told. Yes, they see what the shots are doing. Sure they They do. see that there's blood clots. They see that there's myocarditis. They see that it's on the rise. They see all of these things. And they are in a place of zero courage. This yeah. is why we were talking about this That's in the last it. hours. They don't have the courage because why? The life is safe. 
They, they it's easy. They're lazy. They want to stay in this parameter where they can believe what they want to believe, so that they keep intact everything: their medical sure. license, their home, because they know they're gonna people are gonna go after them, right? But if we had more courage as a nation, if we had the courage we had back in 1776, can you even imagine? I mean, I've been betrayed by a lot of people, and a lot, and it's it's disconcerting to see it. And they all, and, and most of them pride themselves on the fact that aren't they amazing? It's so yeah. weird, but you find yourself in a place where you go, no, I'm amazing. No, I, I, I am. <laughs> it's bizarre, but they're doing the worst atrocities. And, and the reality is, all they're really protecting mm-hmm. is a standard of living. It is. It's not survival. No, creatures of comfort, yes. standard of living, right? To, to yep. defend yourself and survive against something is mm-hmm. one thing. To to cave to a standard of living mm-hmm. absolutely is the most disgusting thing to me. The founders thought that we would probably be more like them, that we would desire liberty over everything else, that right. we would not be the creatures of comfort, that we would not give up everything for the nice home and the mm-hmm. nice cars and the and the vacations. They actually thought we would still fight for it because we would realize somewhere that, gee, this is a wonderful thing to have is free is absolute liberty. Liberty uh, apart from freedom is liberty. It was with morals. So liberty that we would live this life, but I don't think they envisioned us being such weaklings. Some did. There's writings where they, you know, some did. They worried about it. Sure. They worried about it. Well, I mean, humanity hasn't really changed well, all that much. Except that we're less intelligent. <laughs> yeah. We re- no, but we really are. We're no, less we intelligent are. than we used to be. Well, I don't know that we're less intelligent, but we certainly are more ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, people like to just believe what they believe. Now. Sure. We had this discussion, too, that, um, you know, they just, I, I believe it because I want to. Not yeah. because it's true or not, just because I want to. Yeah. The last time yeah. anyone said just the facts was when Dragnet was still on TV. <laughs> so true. And then I, I look around and I'm thinking, you know, we we have an obligation to tell the truth, to have courage, to do what we know is right. I don't want to live a life where I'm doing things that I know are wrong. It doesn't work for, it doesn't work. And you can't feel the spirit of God in those situations. And we talked about this too. Sometimes people will start out projects and then all of a sudden they get co-opted by government and they get, you know, dirty money and things like that, that the spirit of those projects doesn't stay the same. No. If you can continuously stand on truth and do what you know is right, even with the consequences, there's a song. It actually made me stay with the show and it was do what is right. Do what is right. Let the consequence follow. That's the lyric of the song. And it hit me really hard the day that I wanted to give all this up. It, it did. This was a decade ago um, or eight years ago. And do what is right. Let the consequence follow. We have a really hard time with that. And we've got to get better because there's more stuff hitting us. What are we going to do? And the other issue is if we don't get our courage back, we're doomed anyway. You're not saving yourself. Yeah. Eventually, the tyranny is going to get you if you don't stand up before it's too late. I think the reason that we did this show today was because this is what we're lacking right now. And if we're not better at this, it doesn't matter what you know. It doesn't matter what you can see that others can't. If you don't have the courage to stand up and tell people and 
maybe risk being uncomfortable. Like we said before, you're not getting beheaded over in the United States. You just might be made uncomfortable because you're out of the norm pack and you're saying something that people don't want to hear. But unless we start doing that, we're the last saving grace for this country are the people that are going to stand up and just say what's true regardless of the consequence. And we need you. There's a reason that you're listening to this right now. There's a reason we're all together right now. Yep. And on a final note, if you're a daughter, would you wear the same dress as your dad? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for that (laughs) bold statement of truth. Really appreciate you. (laughs) All right, you guys. Be faithful. Be fearless. Be faithful and then be fearless in that order. In that order. Be back tomorrow. Thanks, you guys. KateDallyRadio.com.